All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. We would never tell a a 17-year-old girl who weighs, you know, 78 pounds, and and she looks in the mirror, and every time she looks in the mirror, she says, I'm a whale. I'm so overweight. I'm disgusting. I'm ugly. Uh, We would never say it's loving to tell that anorexic girl who has a, a, a problem, a mental problem, dysphoria. She is not seeing clearly. She is deceived. There may be demonic spirits at work, or it may just simply be a a mental uh, deficiency, or it could be the effect of of being brainwashed and influenced by TikTok and Instagram and Hollywood and all these different things, multiple contributing factors. But the point remains that what she sees when she looks in the mirror is categorically false. It is not true. And it therefore is not loving for us to go and say, "I, I want to affirm your truth. Hey, if your truth is that you're fat as a, as a 78 pound, 17 year old girl, well, I mean, it would be unloving for me to tell you that your truth isn't real. So you know what, sweetheart? You are fat. You're the fattest girl I've ever seen. Now apply that same logic to transgenderism. Is that not exactly what we're told to do as loving? That same 17-year-old girl, let's now say she has a healthy weight, but, but she says, I'm a boy. Well, hey, if that's what you see, if that's how you feel, if that's your truth, then the most loving thing that I can do is affirm that reality. No, the most loving thing that we can do is love someone in truth. When the Bible says that we're called to speak the truth in love, Sadly, many evangelical Christians have taken truth and love as though they were at odds with one another. We've pitted them against one another. Like truth and love are two options and and that we're able to choose one at any given time. Like as though truth and love are two different tools used at different moments for different ends. Right? Truth is a hammer and love is a screwdriver and it depends on what job we're trying to accomplish. In some cases, we may need the hammer. In some cases, we may need the screwdriver. That is not the way that the Bible describes the relationship between truth and love. The truth is loving. And love, if it is love, is always truthful. The best way to think of these is apply it to the concept or the doctrine of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, again, to go back to that analogy or illustration, it's not a toolbox with nine different tools inside, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm building a house. 
right now. And at some moments, I may need the saw. At other moments, I need the screwdriver. At other moments, I need the hammer. I'm going to take out of my toolbox love for this leg of the race and truth for this leg of the race and gentleness for it. No, the nine fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians, first and foremost, it is not an exhaustive list. These are simply some of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And that word fruit should be understood as fruit, just like the fruit of our faith, as Connor said earlier, is obedience. Fruit simply means evidence, the result of, the, 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 the physical, visible manifestations of another ultimate reality. Fruit is the cause of the root, or the effect, I should say, of the root. So when the Bible speaks of the fruits of the Spirit, we're not saying that there are nine fruit of the Spirit like a buffet, and you choose one at a time, or maybe maybe two or three, and you leave the rest there, and you come back for them later whenever they're needed. That's not what's being described. To use, well, to use fruit as the analogy of fruit, right? An apple, a banana, a pineapple, oranges, if we were to think of it like that, there are not nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, meaning nine different kinds of, of, of food fruits, apples and oranges and lemons and whatever. No, it would be nine different characteristics of, of one piece of fruit. Like an apple is crunchy and sweet and tart and this, and that. nine different characteristics. The fruit of the Spirit is the characteristics of the third person of the Holy Trinity, namely the Holy Spirit of God. That's the way that we're meant to understand the fruit of the Spirit, which means what? It means that if you have the Holy Spirit, which you do if you are in Christ, per 1 Corinthians chapter 6, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you do not have a portion of the Holy Spirit. Can I be frank with you for just a second right here at the end? Look, some of you guys, you're financially supporting this ministry, and from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. I cannot thank you enough. However, some of you, you just, you can't afford it. In fact, some of you, you shouldn't afford it. Let's be honest. I mean, we're living in Joe Biden's ridiculous economy. Our nation and our totalitarian political elites lost their minds over the last three years due to COVID. We have written checks that we simply cannot cash. It doesn't matter if people change the definition of a recession. We are living in a recession right now regardless. Some of you are struggling to afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. You cannot support financially this ministry at this time, nor should you. But you could still help us tremendously. I am asking you, please, if you're willing to do so, Take one minute of your time. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever that might be. This is the way the system works. We want to be innocent as doves, but shrewd as vipers. We need to be strategic. You leave us a five-star review, and our podcast shows up for more people. And the Word of God and courageous theology applied in practical ways to every realm of life gets out there. Help us get it out there. Thanks for tuning in.